Okay, hey, this is Isara and Katarina. Hello. Hey, this is the um, What Can I Do podcast, episode one. And um, yeah, what this is about is we've been talking about this for years, really. And kind of the context is, you know, we both work in tech. We have, I think what you'd call like middle class lifestyle jobs and stuff. And we're really thinking about climate change a lot. And there's just weird stuff that we have to deal with being in tech. Yeah, I um, specifically feel um, disempowered and overwhelmed about the things that I can do that would be meaningful to the cause. And uh, I don't know if um, some of you who are listening are in this boat, but I've been for years furious about things that are happening and being done to our planet and feel myself too small to act and not even knowing where to begin what should be my first step be yeah and so like when you tell me that you know obviously one of the first things that comes to mind is like you know like being in tech and being a working professional is like you can't you can't get furious right like that's just Mm. like completely unacceptable yeah from a professional standpoint and like during job interviews and stuff like you'll get excluded you know they'll you'll get you know you will not make the cut if it's determined that, you know, you get emotionally reactive to yeah, things. Yeah, well, you have to be able to control your emotion and be professional so that people around you feel safe and you can count on other people being professional. I mean, I think it's just kind of part of the uh, culture. Yeah, and it's just really taken for granted. It's not yeah. something I've, I've ever heard distinguished mm-hmm. at all. But, like, when you go to these places, I've worked at tons and tons of, like, top places and uh, consultancies how I say tons and tons whatever I've I've worked at a few and um and I mean one of the things you notice is that at the really good places people are just all really really you know a talented and b super professional what does that mean it's like you know this topic never really comes up yeah you know that the topic that stirs a lot of uh maybe controversy or maybe there is agreement at this point but that is like very emotionally charged um, it never comes up, you know. We go on like uh, lunch breaks. Uh, I go with my coworkers pretty much every day. You know, we meet at the kitchen, and not a single time that I have been working um, at my place uh, had I heard or anybody asked me um, a conversation about climate change, and I have yeah. not initiated it myself. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I I think we hope to have like some of our friends on this podcast too. You know, so I'm just thinking of like some of my best friends you know like brian and uh sabrina and craig you know like people who are amazing designers who i really respect who are really accomplished and um i don't think i've ever once or i don't think they've ever brought up climate change and it's not like they're unaware of it and of course we'll have them on and ask them but i mean i've had more climate change conversations with my dad than i've ever had with any single person in tech ever you know and and so I, one of the things I do is I go and I teach workshops to tech companies. And it's been really interesting, you know, because on one hand, it's like I am there to, you know, do what they pay me to do and teach, you know, their teams and train their teams. And on the other hand, it's like I see these brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people, you know, solving what, to, you know, what are ultimately in the, con- in the context of climate change just like really insignificant problems and uh, challenges you know I I feel like I am repetitive when I say this but I was like saying it, it's like debating the paint color 
on the deck chairs mm. of the Titanic while it's going down kind of thing. And yeah, you know, it's like we can all agree that like, you know, the beige is the perfect color, <laughs> but like, you know, we might want to just, you know, uh, get to the boat or something and get off the fucking Titanic because it's going to sink and kill everybody kind of thing. And it's just weird to be there, you know, with these brilliant people, but it's just kind of like this, it's very strange. So I think that's why you wanted to create this podcast was because one of the things we noticed is there's just not a lot of voices in this space of like these people who are, you know, you know, accomplished, but really um, don't really know what to do. Yeah. You know, what can I do? Yeah. And one of the things we talked about is um, I work at Amazon. I'm a UX designer there. And I have a, a friend of mine who was a part of a small group of people at Amazon who asked Amazon stakeholders to uh, provide a plan for how Amazon is going to address climate change and provide that plan to the stakeholders, shareholders. So every employee at Amazon, almost every employee at Amazon has shares. And as such, we are um, entitled, I mean, we can ask Amazon to to present us with, or um, how would you say it, like to make changes or like we have power. Um, and so, um, can you help me wrap it up? Because I'm like <laughs> being super verbose right now. So what's the point? Um, yeah. So the point, yeah. So, yeah. So the point of that is like, there's several takeaways that we have. One is that, um, um, what's her name? Emily. Yeah. Emily is doing this. She got some news, uh, she got, uh, picked up in the news. And so Katarina has been talking with her about that. And then we just had like a, you know, major family medical thing happen. So she, you had to drop out of that conversation with her for a bit, but you're looking to come back. But um, essentially, um, this is like this is a big deal. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, w- what I wanted to say is that um, so this this petition to ask Amazon has been signed by employees at Amazon. So Emily and a small group of people organized an internal website where Amazon employees can go and leave their signature, you know, to uh, to support this cause. And uh, one of the amazing things that I learned um, is that nobody will sign it. Is yeah, very <laughs> few people signed it. So I sent email to my team, and my team is small, fifty people, asking them to sign it, and uh, nobody has signed it, and nobody has gotten back to me. And yeah, which uh, which is crazy to me because that's like literally like the minimum thing you can yeah, do, and you're you're not going to get I don't fired. Know why? Yeah, you're not. You know, and it's just like. It's kind of amazing. You so, literally just click a button there. Yeah, it was that easy. Yeah, so I, I think what's like really impressed us the most is that it seems like people are aware. Like if you ask these these folks, like, "Hey, are you aware that there's a thing you know it's called climate change?" They'd be like, "Yeah." And if you're like, "Do you are you aware of how, like how fucked up that it that could potentially be?" You know, and they'll probably say, "Yeah." And then you're like, "Well, you know, why don't you sign this thing?" And for them, it's just, there's just this big mental block or whatever so we're excited to like you know have our friends on and just really kind of like really work through that in this space because i i think there's two there's two parts to this which are really important when you're in this position that we're in and i know there's there's a lot of folks out there i mean i I write i I publish on medium you know there's thousands tens of thousands of people who are probably in our exact same spot and the two takeaways are are that 
we are, are having these deep internal conversations and we're compartmentalizing a lot. And, and, and the other takeaway is that there are things that we can do. And I think it's really helpful to see and talk to people who are basically us in like six months. And so they're, they haven't, you know, quit their jobs and gone off the grid and, you know, start doing, you know, crazy stuff. And if that's something you have to do, that's totally fine. I think I support that at this point, but like, this doesn't have to jeopardize, you know, your family and, and um, your source of income and all this stuff. And so, you know, we, the concept, we, we call this is drafting where um, there's a person who's just maybe you in like three to six months. And just like, um, um, uh, 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 like Emily is for you, she still works at uh, like Amazon, she's doing her work and she's kind of organizing and just trying to make this happen. Yeah, like with her, I had this conversation. I was like, oh my God, Emily, you're such a badass. I can't believe you're part of this group, you know, that gets this visibility and actually makes things happen. I have been feeling furious about this topic for years and I have not done anything. And she told me, that's exactly how I have been until this point until she became part of that group so she's not like far out there in the front lines of doing crazy stuff she's exactly like me but she took an action so that's like that's like crazy and amazing right and so when when you're working with her then doing whatever you can then like like someone else can draft off you and like a, a couple months and I think that's what's really really cool is this concept of drafting of you know so that's one of the other things we want to do is find other people who are basically us in like six months to a year who are also working in tech or you know something like that and they're making change and that we can draft off them and just kind of share those stories and then and i just i just want to say that it's a really really powerful metaphor because until you kind of like put it in this way I was thinking about myself like I'm just a drop in the ocean what can I possibly do and all the causes causes that are effective that are out there they are too radical for me to join not like in what they're doing is radical but there is just this huge gap between where I am sitting in my house in Santa Cruz you know to where they are I have no even idea what it would take to join the forces right and so like I just felt very isolated and I did not know how to make connections but this thing that you're talking about which is a drafting idea. yeah and and to be clear we're talking about drafting not like drafting you know blueprints but like like how birds draft when they fly yeah. or like a bicyclist draft where there's a person in front and um it creates you know some kind of um negative pressure that pulls the other person so they're they're doing less work they're still working right like right. the bird is still flying like the uh, uh person on the bicycle hmm. is still pedaling they're still working they're just doing like less work Hmm. um and i think it's just a really really powerful metaphor and then the other thing we were talking about this morning is just this this triad concept when people ask well what can i do and i um it's something i've thought about for a while and i've kind of we've been having these conversations um like i said for a couple years but i think this is just an important thing that we wanted to share too which was that there's really three things you have to be doing at once and they don't necessarily have a huge impact on your day or your week but you yeah. have but if you really want to make a difference you have to be doing these uh three things and that's it and so the uh, first one is you have to, you have to minimize your footprint 
and that's it. That's just the bottom line. So if if you if you're buying tons of crap on Amazon that's going to be trash in like 2 years, you need to just like knock off 15% or more of that. You need to drive less, ideally eat less, you know, eat more local, like just buy less things. Like you need to like get your footprint smaller. Yeah, and I know that that sounds like a general and obvious information, but you know, I never ask myself, well, what would it really look like in my life if I was to do that and really start distinguishing things that I need and things that I want. So when I go to grocery store, I often get impulsive about buying something because I want to reward myself for, you know, either the hard day that I had or whatever it is. And I would literally buy some chocolate mousse that is like two tablespoons, that is like wrapped up in a little plastic glass that is additionally not a yeah, plastic cup that is additionally wrapped up in some packaging and i would literally consume it in what 30 seconds maybe yeah. a couple of minutes and then i will throw it away and then this packaging is going to continue to yeah. you know um yeah set i mean I, I i'm a pretty visual person so i i think of like pie charts you know and when i see a pie chart of like the lifespan of that piece of plastic from oh, yeah. from from when it was made to when it's completely gone it's like you know there's a microscopic sliver where it actually had function and it spends its entire you know the rest of that pie chart is just trash that's all it is and that's true of almost everything we have by the way so it's really kind of crazy but <sighs> so that's that's number one number two is um you need to be working on downstream effects so whether it's like feeding homeless people or volunteering with something you know wild animals or you know picking up trash like there are actual downstream effects which are the actual effects that are you know that we have have to deal with on this planet and so um that's really important so i so i have friends that are like you know helping with the downstream but you know and and to some degree um you know making their footprint smaller but the the third one I think is the most critical you you can be doing the first two but un, un, unless you're doing the third one I don't think you're really it's just not possible to make a difference and so the third one is working on the upstream so that means like either you know donating to actual politicians that are doing good shit or um, donating to causes that are helping lobby to write good legislation because look at, at, at the top of this pyramid, at the very, very top of this whole thing are people, like laws get written. We live in a system that has these things called laws. They get written, they get passed, and then that becomes how things happen. And if you're just dealing with the downstream and if you're just dealing with your footprint, you're not actually changing anything whatsoever. You know, And there's nothing wrong with that. Those things are important, but you have to be also looking at changing mm. things. And so like, those are the three things. It can, it can take a couple hours a week. You can do it with your time. You can do it with money. Um, but those are the three things that are really important. So again, it's making your footprint smaller. Number two, dealing with downstream. And then number three, attacking upstream and getting laws and legislation and things passed at a local level, state level, or you know, federal or you know, global level. It doesn't really matter. But you ha- But that's where that needs to be engaged at. So if, if if you're listening to this and you're like, fuck, I don't know what I want to do, you can carve out an hour or two each week and you can just hit those three things um, and start from there. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to 
I mean, we can talk about all day about how much you hate trash. That's always really fun. <laughs> That's your like your favorite topic uh-huh, of just uh-huh. how much you hate trash. I never thought I'd meet somebody who hates trash more than me. But <laughs> Katarina really, really hates trash, which is funny because you buy shit on Amazon. Uh-huh. Like yeah. it blows my mind. Oh like, my I've, god! I mean, this this is like it's so amazing the cognitive dissonance that we all live in. It's a huge conflict. Tech people, which is like, yeah, you buy shit on like Amazon. You're a consumer. I I don't buy hardly anything, but you buy a lot of stuff and you hate trash and you are scared shitless of climate change. So like, that's something that I think is just amazing that we can, we'll be talking about more. Yeah. But yeah, we can definitely unpack it. Yeah. We can unpack that. Um, thanks for checking us out. Um, hit subscribe, and we'll be sharing, you know, more of these internal conversations, and then more, uh, hopefully, uh, like interviews from folks in tech, and then also folks that we can draft off of who are actually doing some good stuff. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. Thanks. Bye. Bye.